0: So this is us recording our intro. <clears throat> okay, follow my lead. Follow my lead. Am <laughs> I? Okay. Pop pop poop pop boop pop pop boop. Culture of guilt. They can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Holly. And I'm Tori. And we have been living in a culture of, of guilt. guilt. Hello, imaginary audience. I'm Holly.
1: And I'm Tori.
0: Tori. Tori. That was so. Uh, yeah, That's I like not that. what
1: I sound like. I'm Tori. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let me apologize. I'm Tori. I'm Holly. And I'm Tori. And we are former teachers that <laughs> have decided after many a year to stop our procrastination and actually record some of the discussions that we have had for probably about the past five years over uh, our lives as educators and public education and how, quite frankly, it sucks. Super sucks. Super really sucks. 10 out of 10, don't recommend. Don't recommend it as a profession. And kind of sharing our stories of why that is. Sharing our love for what we did, why it changed, and why we had to get out. And hopefully, sharing some hope and love and light to people that are current educators and do love it but that recognize that it's kind of a
1: shit show. Mm-hmm. Yeah we'll talk about the good and the bad and the ugly and you know we want this to be a space for everybody. Um, people like us who are in transition on in a career yes. change or people that are teachers and intend to stay teachers. They love the teaching but also, deal with these things because they're not talked about. A lot of these things that we're going to be covering are not things that you hear about.
0: Right. Basically, any kind of hodgepodge for anyone that has been in education, has been educated, uh, hates education, we have something for you. We got stories. We got, <laughs> we got stories. We right got. Here in we got. <laughs> we got. River City. River City. No. <laughs> Actually, that probably ended up being my best musical yeah. as a teacher, sadly enough. That's kind of sad. I feel like you can't be a high school drama teacher without a *Music Man*.
1: I did. I didn't do that.
0: Oh, that's true. Good for you. You did unique stuff. You did fun stuff. Thank you. You did stuff that pushed the envelope. Envelope. The envelope of teaching. I I tried to, but also, not not the most. It's not, tough. It's it is tough. It's it's really tough.
1: So we were drama teachers. If you didn't get that. Yeah,
0: that's probably a good place to start. We were both drama teachers. And let's let's talk about how we got into it. I do want to share, I think it's important to note out that at the current moment, Tori and I are sitting in my guest room closet <laughs>
1: <laughs> that has been
0: um, lovingly renovated by my husband Aaron, you'll hear about him a lot, I'm sure, with some blankets and there's a desk lamp shining on us. It's
1: really hot. It's,
0: <laughs> it's got to be about 90 degrees. But I was assured by Aaron that this is the best way to achieve a um, high-quality sound. So, if you want to picture us, you'd like to picture us. We are currently sweating profusely in real a real close, real, real close. <laughs> it's 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 a literal closet. So that's yeah, yeah. That's that's just for your imagery. For your...
1: Well, before we get into how we started teaching, uh, Holly and I actually go mm. way back. That's a good I thing mean, to mention. Yeah, way back. I'm pretty yeah, decently far enough. We. Went to the same high school. Yeah, Uh, we didn't actually go at the same time. No, but you know we knew each other, and we were we're both theater people, so we kind of knew each other from the community, and then we really got to know each other through community theater. Yeah, we were in a production of Hair. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) It was a dark time, (laughs) Um, but also a lot of fun. It
0: was. It was a lot of fun. It was one of those to where like. I, it's it's a
1: it's it's super embarrassing now it's
0: it's one of those <laughs> like things that you're in a production of hair and you love and believe the values so much that like it becomes a mini cult, but like in a yeah. good way, because it becomes really supportive. And we're still great friends with a lot of those cast members. But no just, regrets. Yeah, no regrets <laughs> at all. It was super fun. But it's just one of those things that you look back on, and you're like, oh, man.
1: But like, we had bumper stickers. Right, know? like we had bumper
0: <laughs> stickers. Like there was a really, really solid... <laughs> They're like
1: tribe name. <laughs> right,
0: right. And we, I think one night after one of our many Applebee's karaoke sessions, there was a real push to go out and get peace sign tattoos, all of us matching.
1: I didn't do that I don't I remember
0: that I very distinctly remember it there was a we were gonna go get peace sign tats um, and then I think we didn't because they won't tattoo you when you're drunk <laughs> or at least reputable places won't that sounds about right so then yeah, yeah. but anyway so yeah that's really where we met mm-hmm. really where we met and then we kind of discovered oh yeah we actually kind of know each other through so and so and so and so and then our friendship has evolved from there like a beautiful flower like
1: a hibiscus, a hibiscus, a
0: tulip a tulip But, and oddly, which is kind of weird, so we both kind of grew up in this county. We are from a smaller county in the central area of Florida on the Space Coast. And uh, both grew up here, both kind of born and raised here. Were you born here? Yeah. Okay. All right. So both born and raised here. And really kind of weird that we both ended up being drama teachers in the same district because that doesn't... Yeah, it happens a lot to where like you might end up teaching where you went to school or you know at your old school um, or in the district or whatever. But to be a drama teacher, especially in this county, mm-hmm. is very rare to come by. Very few and far between. Yeah,
1: and we went up like we like I said we went through the same high school. Um, so we both came up through that same theater program. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's um, right. Yeah. So we had. I mean, we've had like really similar experiences in a lot of ways. So yeah, kind yeah, of which, interesting.
0: Yeah, which kind of makes our our Very similar but very different experiences in teaching kind of fun. Mm -hmm. Kind of fun to look at the dichotomy of. Holly
1: started teaching first, so I'll let you get into how that that started for you.
0: (laughs) So mention my background a little bit. So I went through, like, when I was a senior in high school, my big thing was theater. Like, I was on the tech crew, and I was in chorus, and I did all the shows. And I was, like, all the fun supporting actress sidekick. You know, that whole, like... I'm going to use my slightly puffy figure and brunetteness to be the fun sidekick for the rest of my life kind of thing. And I was going to, you know, do the whole acting thing and whatnot. But then I'm like, oh, man, but I don't want to do the acting New York whatever thing. So I figured what else I wanted to do. And I wanted to work with animals. Like every small kid growing up, I wanted to be a marine biologist and swim with flipper and all that crap.
1: I did too, but I knew I couldn't, like, hack the science.
0: It's, well, (laughs) you know what? Depending on what you go into, there's not a whole lot of science. I didn't know that. Well, see, I remember when I was, like, in high school and a little bit into college, I looked up, like, okay, well, what degree do you have to have to, like, work at SeaWorld? To play with Shamu. Yeah, and it literally is, like, biology, zoology, or psychology and theater. And I was like... (laughs) All right. Well, Dope. I've got, I've, and, I, and I literally, I figured I'm really? like. Really? Theater? Yeah. I 100%, knew about hundred percent. Yeah. At least like then on their job website. Hmm. And I remember thinking, dang, the only other class I'm super good in in high school was theater. Ace that bitch. Like a hundred percent. Like I, I understood that. So I was like, all right, I guess I'll do this. So went to a local large university <laughs> with a good football team, I guess. Um, I don't think that matters. But. Uh, got my degree in psych, in psychology, got a BS, a bullshit in psych, and started to work with animals and education. I started to work at a local zoo and loved it, absolutely loved it, Um, but had always, always wanted another kind of career path as well. I remember thinking when I was in high school, going to some of those Florida State competition, I remember being a senior. Going to that Florida State Thespians competition, which I still think oh, yes. is the biggest. I think it's the biggest in the nation. I think it's in the world. Oh, that's right. <clears throat> yeah, the Florida State Thespian
1: competition,
0: Thespian Festival, Thes- Thespian festival. festival, I think it's called Festival. Um, <laughs> <laughs> is is bigger than like the National Festival? Like, yeah. It's it's huge. So I remember sitting there in opening ceremonies, being like a junior or senior, and going, wow. Right, and going like I want to do this, Mm -hmm. I and looking at students perform and just being like at 18 years old, being like, I want to help, like students love this as much as I do, and it was a very clear, very plain memory. I did. I I feel like I've told you that. I didn't tell you. No, maybe I haven't. I I don't don't remember what I said. I have a horrible memory. (laughs) Me too. But I did. I had a very like clear, clear just thought of like I want to do this someday. Wow. I had never felt called to do anything in my life, but I was like, this is awesome. So when I was at the zoo for a couple of years and I was, you know doing that whole shebang, loved working with animals, you know I was I was doing education, I was doing animal presentations to the public. Um, and I knew that drama teaching jobs in high school were it just it wasn't a thing. Like it was a very lucky gig to stumble upon. And um, literally got an email one day from a veteran teacher, drama teacher in one of the local schools, after twenty some odd years, was retiring and was like, hey, I saw you in nine to five last year at so and so theater. And I've, you know, I remember seeing you, you know, through high school and blah, blah, blah. I know you love theater. I think, you know, you might be good. Would you be interested in this job? And I'm like, snap, I guess. I don't know, it it <laughs> kind of felt like that opportunity to where, well, I didn't want to do this until later in life, maybe, mm-hmm. but you got to kind of take the opportunity as it right. comes.
1: It is pretty typical for teachers in our district to stay in these jobs yeah. for their entire career. Yeah, it's, so. it's one of
0: those teaching jobs that, yes, you have to do a lot of the bull crap that comes with public education, but you're not teaching to a standardized test. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you have a lot more freedom in making your own curriculum, which can be a blessing and a curse. So yeah, teachers would typically get that job and stay. oh cool, I'm in a pension track where like we can do improv games and I can chill the rest of my career Mm -hmm. yeah so so a job like that highly coveted so jump took the chance I think I I started in 2014 2014 was my first school year 2014 to 2015 and I was like 26 27 I don't know but I figured okay all right I will do this for now and went from there it's kind of my nutshell
1: yeah (laughs) and to you know keep on the Holly and I have the same life trend I similarly kind of just fell into the job. I also, in high school, thought I wanted to be an actress. I was like, I'm going to be on Broadway, which is hilarious because I'm definitely not talented enough. That's, not, that's and, not true. Yes, it is. And if I am, I started too late to like... That's kind of you know how I feel yeah. about myself. Yeah. Um, I grew up in theater. My parents had a, a theatrical production company and we, I say we, they uh, produced entertainment, like production shows with singers and dancers for cruise lines. So that was my entire life, going to auditions and sitting in rehearsals and installing shows on ships. And it was freaking awesome. I loved it. I always loved it. I was always like too scared to try performing myself until high school, but I totally got the theater bug in high school. Pretty quickly realized I didn't want to be a gypsy and I was too much of a homebody slash insecure whatever to try and do the like starving actress I, I didn't want to wait, I didn't want a waitress. <laughs> you know, like, like I, I was like, I don't want to work five jobs. I still do that. Um, right, exactly, but, yeah, yeah. You know. Fun fact, um, as a teacher, you still working. Right, so I, I decided I didn't want to do that. There was also some some time that I was like, maybe I'll get into the family business, but my dad passed away when I was 20, and then, you know, years went by and the business kind of fizzled. So that kind of didn't work out, and I was, <laughs> I was you know, like I was really lost. In college and high school, I didn't know what the heck I wanted to do because the only thing I kind of thought I wanted to do wasn't really an option anymore. So, long story short, I ended up studying communication because it sounded tolerable. And I, again, I was just like, totally lost. So I did that. I, I also went to the same large university that all we went to. Ew. And um, <laughs> you know, I, I did a lot of community theater through high or through college just for fun. When I graduated, I worked at a summer camp because I thought it'd be fun. I remember that? And then I literally worked part-time selling like designer shoes and purses in a local boutique. The best. For like god, a year. A decent a decent chunk of time. <sighs> yeah. Um still totally lost. I didn't know how to market myself or my degree or I didn't I don't even know what skills I had. Right. You know, it was one of those degrees that's like, "Oh, you can do anything with this." But also like nothing, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> Which I, you know, now I know. My husband, who we weren't, no, we weren't even engaged at the time. No. My, my now husband, a couple years ahead of me out of college, and he was working at a local high school as the theater manager slash technical director, and he had been doing that for a couple years. And he came home in, like, late January in 2016, I think, and he was like, man, our drama teacher just gave her 30 days. <laughs> <laughs> and, I just no, forget. it's hilarious. <laughs> I forget that whole thing. Yeah. And oh, I didn't even like it didn't even occur to me right. that like, hey, there's an opportunity here. But I, I you know, knowing you know, that springtime is a very busy Time for theater Ugh, teachers and gosh. departments. Awful. You know, you've got like your spring musical and you've got state festival that Holly talked about. Just um, it's just, it's just like, a, it's really. I called it the freight
0: train to hell. Yeah, it's a tough few yeah. months.
1: And I was like, ah, oh, shit, that sucks. And kind of went about my life. And like two weeks later, we were all hanging out with Holly. And I think you and Josh were talking about yeah, the Yeah, we, we were like, having you know, dinner and just right, chatting. Have they found a teacher? How's that going? And I think I was like, I could do that.
0: And I was like, yeah, y- yeah, yeah. Y- and Holly was good. stoked. She's like, do it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and um, I think that was probably on a Saturday. And the next day, I went to apply, and the application was gone. It wasn't, really? Yeah, it wasn't on the website. So Josh was like, get your resume together, get your references, and email the principal. So he gave me her email address, that. and I was like, okay, okay, mm-hmm. I can do that. So I think I spent Sunday, like, getting my shit together. Right. And this is stupid. I don't know why I did this, but I woke up really early on Monday to send it I don't know why I didn't just send it on Sunday but I woke up at like five in the morning knowing that the principal would probably in the, be in the school really early
0: right well yeah yeah, yeah. no that's a smart thing and, yeah. and then it would go to the top Fresh of their in inbox. the inbox yeah so okay. maybe that was my my thought process I there think so
1: but um I did that early early Monday I wasn't working that day at the shoe store so I went back to bed and then I woke up at like 10 to a phone call from the school Asking if I was available to come in in like two hours. Oh, my God. And Why I was I like, remember it? That's awesome. oh, dear Lord. OK. And I'm, I didn't even have like clean laundry. Like I, I had to go to Target to buy a blouse. <laughs> like on my way to the interview. I'm pretty sure I like changed in the car. And so I went. They were, you know, really itching to get somebody in there. I, I can't imagine that I interviewed that well. But I got the job. And that's how that happened. But That's right. quite quite literally fell into it and you know, I wouldn't even even known about it, really, had it not been for Josh and right. or you. Right. You know, but it wasn't it was not even on my radar at all. Right. I never was like I didn't have that calling moment. That's so interesting.
0: I didn't realize that we both mm-hmm. had those very different moments of like, yeah, it had always been something I'd wanted to do. Just never sure I always assumed I'd do it like mm-hmm. I'd have a career in something else. I'd yeah. retire and I'd be too bored to retire. So I'd go teach drama somewhere. Right. That's totally what I picked I
1: mean, I think it might have occurred to me when I was in high school because I had a really great relationship with our theater teacher. She right. was right. she was great. And you know, I loved her and I was like, that's cool. I like what, you know, she does for me and, right. you know, I could see, that'd be fun. But I just, it never occurred to me. Like, right. I, you know, didn't study education. I, it was never <sighs> like being a shampoo trainer would be fun, but I, I'm not going to do it. Right. Right. <laughs> and but then, then you, know, know. you know, it just kind of, it just kind of happened. And so. by the
0: time you figure out your ass from your elbow, then you're like, oh, shit, well, I got to do something. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, here's this teaching thing. Mm-hmm. All right, probably we will do that for a little while right. while I'm figuring my life out. Yeah. I don't think people realize that in general. I, I always made it a point to tell my students, like, hey, guys, this whole college thing and you're graduating and applying to schools, I'm just going to tell you, like, an insider secret. Y'all don't have to know what the hell you want to do. Right. And it was it was, I will say the one thing about being a teacher being very cool was, like, getting to take a look back of what you were probably like in high school and then, like, getting to tell your former self, like, it's hey, okay. guys, like, don't worry about it. Like, <laughs> yeah. like nothing's going to work out the way you want it to regardless. So, I mean, like... I won't lie.
1: I always envied people that oh my god, always knew they wanted to be a doctor. Oh my god. Always knew yeah. that they wanted to go to X school and get X degree. And this was, a, you know, and they did it. And that's great. And they're happy. Because I just never, ha- I still don't have that. I still don't, no. you know, know exactly where I want to be in five years. Or...
0: I can't tell you how many times I've had that thought of, like, God, why couldn't I have just, like, Wanted to leave high school and like be an engineer. Yeah. And go get my engineering degree and then just get a job right out of college. Mm -hmm. Like I've known like so many, especially in our area, like so many Mm -hmm. people have done. Mm -hmm. But I don't think, and I don't think that the way, I don't think that's the way a lot of like more creatives work.
1: Yeah. I was, yeah.
0: It's just, mm -hmm. it's just not how we, we've got a lot of interests right we want to do a lot of different things I don't think it's how like people work in general anymore I was reading some article about that to where they were like 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 50 years ago someone at somewhere did a study and it was like you know 50 years ago the average working American had like one maybe two careers you would stay mm-hmm. with a company for life you oh, know yeah, you have a pension think. whatever and and because of basically because companies changed mm-hmm. you know you get rid of pensions you get rid of this that, and the other It didn't beholden people to a job anymore. And then they kind of realized it's not so much that people want to do one thing their entire life. It's that people were staying at companies that were providing for them their entire life. Mm -hmm. So now companies kind of shifted and that you see people doing four, five, six different careers, not even just jobs, different things in their life. I think it's that's kind of important why we're doing this, too, because I think there are a lot of people like that. Mm -hmm. And we were younger teachers and we hit that crossroads of, okay, well, is this something we want to do We've done it for this chapter. Do we want to do another chapter here? Do we not? Mm -hmm. And kind of cut that, what is the phrase? Cut that ship to make
1: bait? I don't know. I don't know.
0: There's (laughs) something about cutting, (laughs) cutting, I don't know.
1: Yeah, that's right. Uh, Well, you know, people say, you know, when you're new to teaching... Your first year is like a clusterfuck and you don't know what's going on and Smash you just it's worst. just about survival, right? Yeah. And then you need to take the second year and take what you've learned from that. And then, you know, the same thing with year three. And you really can't make a decision yeah. whether you like it or not until you've taught for three years, which um is kind of a long time to do something <laughs> right. if you don't know you like it or right. not. Or to like be right. figuring it out for years. <laughs> and like with a little bit of high stakes
0: as well. Yeah. It's not like you're sitting in an office job for three years trying to figure out if you like it. It's you're like educating children. Right. So like...
1: Shaping minds Shaping and the youth. And...
0: So you kind of need to like figure it out. But <sighs> you're right. You can't. There is no way. Even like... No. I, and I,
1: I completely agree. I completely agree. There's
0: no way to do it. I had friends that went to school for education, had their bachelor's in education, like knew classroom management, knew all this stuff. And they even still were like, yeah, you, you don't learn it till you're in a classroom. Yeah. I think that's important. to me- Well, we did kind of point it out that we don't... We didn't have any education training. Mm-mm. In our state, in Florida at least at the time we were hired as teachers god knows if they've changed anything since but um all it took to become an educator was you had to have a bachelor's degree you had to get certified in a subject test of of your subject mm-hmm. so for us it drama drama 6 through 12 mm-hmm. they would have like elementary versions and and secondary versions so we had to get certified and that was like a 275 i think that test cost 275 yeah. It was one seventy five or two seventy five. It's a lot of money. It.
1: I just remember. I mean, like, like I said, I was working part time. Right. From I right. don't know, like nine or ten bucks an hour probably. I was making nothing. You right. Know? My mother was helping me survive, which was embarrassing because you know an adult. Um, and that I don't remember. It was definitely at least two hundred dollars. Yeah. And I just remember being like, shit. I really better pass this. Well, right. Yeah, so but, I can yeah. one get this job. Yeah. Two, you know, so it's not a complete. You're wasting $200. 200.
0: I remember 100% putting that shit on a credit card and just hoping Mm -hmm. for the best. But you do. Like, you're like, oh, I better pass this on the first time.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Not only because, like, I've got a secretary that's like, hey, did you pass your test? Like, school starts in Mm -hmm. a month. Like, you know, you better get this done. But also, yeah, it costs a lot of money. And with drama, at least, I think with some of the other subject tests, English and math, there's, like, study guides and, like, Mm -hmm. sample tests. For the drama test, there's not. I found one one did packet. you have the book
1: oh you had a so so
0: they had so i bought flashcards online and it said like the florida <gasps> right. drama 6 through 12 flashcards and i go awesome. also these
1: tests are different every time you take them and they right. change throughout the year there's so. literally
0: no there's no like good practice test or anything like that and i remember getting the flashcards to my shitty little apartment and i remember sitting there and opening the package and being so excited holly for the mm-hmm. first time in your life you're gonna study and you're gonna do good, <laughs> and you're gonna be. Oh, and neither excellent. of us. Well, you
1: took you took some theater classes in college, right?
0: I do, my first year, my first year I was a theater major right. at a private college, and then I was like. Nah. <laughs> nah fam peace out so yeah like i took right. a semester of theater courses yeah i
1: had none you right. know i'd taken it through college and i had a lot of practical know. or through high school had a lot of right. practical knowledge right. but yeah i didn't study the test is the and... test is
0: asking you stuff like you know give me an example of like the elizabethan play that formulated you know culture and blah blah, yeah. blah. And i'm like what the I'm Just, I, I, can, I can tell you what blocking means like i've done theater all my life can we talk about that but I remember I can I,
1: produce a show, but <laughs> I literally could probably sit down and,
0: and and give you a show right now, but um I remember opening those flashcards, and it was I I've never seen anything like it. They had taken a theater textbook and chopped up the text onto index cards. No. It was and it was printed it was like night, but I was like this isn't this is a, a flash card, card <laughs> is side A what color is the sky? Side B blue i didn't i didn't think that that needed to be explained to anyone but i i guess it does it literally was a, and i just opened it oh, i remember no. reading like three paragraphs on one card about uh traditional clown makeup and i and i i put the cards down and i said you know what i'm winging it i don't i don't know what to do
1: yeah i ordered a study guide on amazon but It didn't get there in time. (laughs) Or like got there like two nights before. And I think I cracked it open. I was like, "Mm, I'm just going to see. Right. Like I, I know I have a decent knowledge base here. Right. We'll just, but I will say when I took the test, there were points where I was like, got it, easy, nailed it. And then there were several things where I was like, I don't know if I'm going to pass this test and get this job.
0: Like, can you, I, I remember one of them that killed me was like. A mo- more the Elizabethan shit. I mm-hmm. guess that Elizabethan scarred. Me. There were
1: like costumes. It was like it was like, it was like four or
0: five costumes and like pictures of costumes. And I was like, check which one is Elizabethan. Check which one is like medieval. And I was like, what the? Isn't that the same? Like what? Oh, it was bad. Oh, like
1: subsets of oh, Elizabethan costumes. God. I just yeah. No. Identify the parts of stuff. a flat. Right. That one
0: got me. Identify <laughs> the parts of a flat. like Josh
1: would be really disappointed if he. I well, never.
0: I've never told him that. Yeah. Well, but he'll he- know now. I know.
1: Um, yeah. So That's horrifying. So you so you get your temporary certificate. You take this right. test. You get the job.
0: You take the test and then you have to apply and spend seventy five dollars for your temporary certificate.
1: Oh yeah, I forgot about
0: that. Mm-hmm, through the Florida DOE. And and you get your job.
1: Yeah, and then you have three school years right. to get your full on. I'm a teacher in Florida, which also isn't a forever thing. And there's a couple different ways, at least in our district. I have no idea what this I looks like anywhere else know. but where we taught. But we didn't do something the same this time, you guys. We oh, did, um, yeah, that's right. I did a program through the district, and they you know, they did all sorts of training classes, a big portfolio at the end. You still have to take more tests that you have to pay for. I mean, we're talking like hundreds of dollars it's in testing. It's insane. And, and those, they, those other two, the general knowledge test was like taking oh, the SAT again, right. you know, math stuff that I haven't looked at forever.
0: That's right.
1: Professional knowledge was like actual like teaching theories. Right. Stuff like that. I
0: remember that. Yeah. Because after you got the subject certification, mm-hmm. you had the temporary and then you had the three years to get, you had to complete the a specific number of course credits mm-hmm. and then the general knowledge test, like an adult SAT. So basically the FCAT for Horrible. those of you that remember FCAT. And then, yeah, the, pers- the professional knowledge. God, that was. And both the, of yeah, those were really stressful. And both those were super stressful and more costly and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely ridiculous. But, but the teacher training program you did through the district that got you the credits. Yeah. That was like, was it like a weekly thing? How it did they was. Do it?
1: You know, they offered. I mean, it was like anything. You know, you have to take all these classes, so you you schedule it yourself. A lot of them were during the school day, and that it was, was really nice. nice because honestly, at that time, I was like. It's a break from my classroom. Get me out of here! And they paid for a sub, so you didn't have to worry about that. And I really, I honestly really liked it. You know, a lot of it I didn't feel was super applicable to me. You know, maybe more geared for elementary classrooms. But I did meet a lot of people in the district. You know, a a lot of fellow new teachers. I ran into a girl I grew up like. I literally went to school with her in second grade. Hi, Kendall. Um, And we (laughs) kind of rekindled our friendship. So, you know, a lot of great things about the program. And yeah it was it was good I liked it and it was essentially like finance through your paycheck so you know the other option is basically taking college courses and I didn't have the money just to take college classes at the time and I didn't want to take a loan out so it it was a good option for me and oh (laughs) that's what I was gonna say so you have three school years to Mm. complete this I started in March of 2016 so my first like school year was up at the end of that year right. so I really had to do this program in two years oh god you're um, right yeah I totally and I, forgot about I didn't that. realize that probably until like a year in so my second year no, wasn't my right. second real year which was my third year you know the year I had to finish this I was <laughs> out of my classroom I remember that like every week yeah you thought you had like like a- Another year. Yeah, you
0: thought you had another full year, and they were like, nah, fam. Yeah, you like gotta you gotta, gotta do this, this like now." Yeah,
1: and I was like, "Dear God, okay, okay, cool." Awful. And you know, thankfully they were working with me, and my principal was cool.
0: <laughs> Jesus.
1: I had no idea. Um, I don't think I even knew I had to do it at the time I got hired. You know, I don't think I even knew it until like that that following fall. I'm um, sure
0: a big part of of what we talk about in this little speaking series we're doing is just a lot of the a lot of the um, breaks in the foundation of public education and mm-hmm. one of the big ones is there's just no training there's nothing, nothing. God. and like to, to the fact <laughs> that what you said is exactly right like if I hadn't heard about that I had to like take additional certifications and get my professional oh, no knowledge idea. and my general knowledge and then apply for my professional teaching license mm-hmm. I would have had no idea i would have finished my first year of teaching probably my into the second like with no i literally mm-hmm. heard it like god bless my department head she yeah like but they trust teachers to be the ones to do everything it's just and how, i
1: mean how do you know you know right there was <laughs> no
0: like checks and balances like hey did mm-hmm. holly like do this thing hey is holly
1: doing her teacher training yeah
0: uh there's nothing there's nothing mm. That is, I totally forgot that, yeah. that you had to like cram. Yeah.
1: And, you know, so I'm cramming three years of this into essentially one year because I, you know, right. like that first year I was like, okay, you know, I take a class every couple months. And, right. you know, I wasn't, I wasn't focused on it because I thought I had two more years, Right. you know. Right. It's like your first semester in college, you don't take 15 credits. You take. Right. Nine. We're twelve Whatever. you know. <laughs> I'm kidding. So yeah, and you know, we're spring was like musical season and we were doing hairspray that year and that was like the worst three months of my life oh, ever. It was awful. It's um a show. we were also planning our wedding.
0: Oh god, I An be- international uh-huh.
1: destination wedding like <laughs> I mean it was like a just, lot just going on.
0: <laughs> stab you.
1: It was I was not in a great place. No, I remember <laughs> it was that not-
0: was I forgot that you were doing hairspray at that oh, point. Oh
1: god. god. And if you're a theater person, you know, or like a really more specifically a director you know yeah. there's there's shows that I mean it's always hard right there's always like challenges and there are some that are much easier than others and then there are there are some that are just a nightmare but like
0: the year I got married we did <sighs> 25th annual Putnam County Spelling Bee you want on to lie because it's a small cast yeah. and it's a static unit set it's one set and right. I was like no costume changes, no set changes. I can rehearse with a small cast. Perfect. Yeah, just what I, I need this time I don't know what I period. was thinking,
1: but... You um, go bigger go home. I guess. Go I was go thinking home? we were getting married in the summer and the spring wouldn't be an issue. Right. But it was ju- It was just a nightmare. But I got it done. Jesus. So...
0: Did you ever get your professional certificate, like your license? Did you ever...
1: Yeah, I finished it. Okay. That was... Yeah, I was in 2018.
0: Okay, nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did the opposite. I did the college credits route because I have been spoiled by my my daddy a and very generous man a very generous papa mac shout out shout out papa <laughs> Mac. and i told him about this whole thing i'm like hey i'm doing all this shit and i can either take college classes or do this and the good thing about the college classes is i can take them online and i can take them at my pace and i'm already so freaking broke so i'm just gonna like apply for a loan and do these classes he's like well they're graduate level courses right and i'm like yeah And so they're about $500. I took them to Florida Southern College. They're about $500 each. But one of the good things about it when you did it with the college courses, too, is it wasn't, like, chunked up over, like, a a, a long period of time. You literally just had to take these four graduate-level courses, um, and you'd be done. So I took two online. That
1: is appealing. That is
0: nice. It literally was – I don't remember what else was going on in our lives, but we had – Maybe it was when we were planning the wedding or something else or like I was so stressed it was something but I was like and my dad was like, "Oh yeah, that makes a lot more sense."
1: The underside of my knee is sweating.
0: There's <laughs> sweat like I, it's it's gotten to the point where I'm so sweaty that I don't know where it started and yeah. where it's like puddling mm-hmm. while we're in the hot box recording. Our husbands have been enjoying themselves in the pool and drinking whiskey. So so I did the college courses. Finished it in like two semesters. I think I started it in a fall semester, finished it in the spring, online through Florida Southern College, but it cost two thousand dollars because i mean five hundred bucks a shot. And like Tori said, like the classes and I'm hoping that because you were in like a a live experience with other people like from the district and maybe you could talk and share ideas, Mm -hmm. all mine were online and they were all geared. Towards elementary. Literally, mm-hmm. there was no class on classroom management. It was just like you have to take these courses. And the courses were teaching reading for like ESL students for you know the reading stuff is the, the reading worst. stuff. Bless um, you if you are a reading oh my teacher. Good Christ. For and for elementary and crap too. Yeah. Jesus. But it was like reading for this, like elementary development and like two other courses that I just I was I very much appreciate the educational theory, but now that I, and at that point I'd been a teacher for like a year. So I was like, but I've been a high school drama teacher for a year. And I, I'm not going to claim to know it all by any stretch of the imagination, but I'm pretty damn sure that I'm never going to need to put, like one of my assignments was putting together a reading presentation for mm-hmm. a kindergarten classroom. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I know myself, I am never going to be in this situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the most fucked up things about it was <laughs> like being that it was all online, the teacher had us post our assignments to like a group discussion board so we can like all talk to them and stuff and like that. And you, you always had those like really goody two-shoes people in the class that would post their work like two Mm -hmm. weeks ahead of time. Mm -hmm. And then like everyone would just go and look at those peoples and then just Oh yeah make a very similar presentation. And I'm like, this is how we're training teachers in Florida. And there's nothing on classroom management. There's nothing on there's no guidebook that tells you, hey, you're teaching in high school. You might get threatened to be beat up by a kid one day. (laughs) Like there's there's nothing what here's what you do. There's nothing
1: I I did have classroom management training through the district training. See, that's nice. But again it was very much geared toward elementary yeah. kids, you know. Like, here's how you get kids to walk in a line, right? You know, like strategies for, yeah. you know, like callbacks. You know, you're like, I right, one two three eyes on me. You know, yeah. that kind of shit. Yeah. And uh, that does that does not fly. No. in a high school class, it just doesn't. There's no those way those that kids that's will spit. I mean, literally spit, spit, spit in, in your face. face. So like, yeah, you know, I mean, a lot of a lot of time, you know, I had like good takeaways and stuff, but a lot of times I was like, I can't use this. How do I use this? You know. And the, you know, the instructor would say, like, anyone can use this, ha, la, la, but, like, right, but didn't be like, actually say how. Right. and It can be geared towards any age. I, is can it? Is, is can Harry Wong?
0: Harry Wong. <laughs> I love. Why would you? Why? Oh, that name. That's who it is, right? Harry Wong. Dr. Okay. Harry Wong. Yeah, Dr. Any Harry Wong. Any teacher out there knows that name. Dr. Harry Wong. Harry Wong.
1: Um, So I got that book. I got three of those books. Yeah, I have several of them. I think I got As, rid of them all. Yeah. But. Harry Wong has a book what is it called the, the first, first day, day of, of school. school and I I got that book probably at least a year mm-hmm. into my teaching career <laughs> and I opened it up and I was like oh, this would have been really helpful a year ago, <laughs> like really helpful. I mean, it, it was good stuff. Um, it's
0: amazing. It, it basically like because I literally I got like three as gifts when yeah. I announced I got my teaching job.
1: I will it, say that's I mean it's a great resource. It, it, it really and, is.
0: like it literally tells you, and he's he does not mince words. He basically mm-hmm. it's like him and his wife like writing the book, and he basically says, if you don't do the shit that's in this book on the first day of school, you are screwed. You are fucked. And like, he's he's right. And he's right. He's it's 100% and it's down to right. the point of like. When that bell rings, your ass is at your door greeting those kids. Mm-hmm. This is how you do roll call. This and it's like
1: I can tell you he's right because I never did it and I had problems <laughs> up until the day I left.
0: <laughs> We've done the science for you, and if you do the exact opposite, it doesn't work out yeah. in your favor. I yeah. can tell you that much. That is a good point. And then yeah. it was. And then to finish up that bit. It was, I think, then eighty dollars once you finish those classes.
1: (laughs) I'm really impressed. You remember how much money because I
0: was mentally scarred because I remembered being a new teacher, living on my own, like just stop clicking your pen. Oh, I I have these nervous habits. I was picking my fingernails a second ago. We're
1: podcasters now. We can't. I know.
0: Aaron already gave me this speech about. Holly, you can't be rattling papers. You can't touch the blankets. And I'm like, I'm not gonna do it, Aaron. And then he's like, Really? <laughs> but the final thought here, it was eighty bucks for your professional license. So your temporary license, they don't even just like skirt that over and say, All right, you're good. <laughs> like you literally just have to and it's five dollars more. Yeah. It was five dollars more stupid. for your professional, but at least that one lasts like eight years. I think mine runs out in like twenty twenty four or something yeah. like that. So technically <sighs> I could go back, but um, you know, we got that whole global health crisis. Yeah,
1: hard pass. Hard pass. Hard pass. Yeah. So, that was our education and education. Uh, you know, I was thinking about it earlier kind of when I was thinking about, you know, what we wanted to talk about today. And I was like, I wasn't I mean, I still don't consider myself like fully educated in education, oh, God, right? No. At all, by any means. But I was in the cl- I was in the classroom for 2 years yeah. before I had that coursework yeah. completed. So, a lot of it was just I mean no 90% of it was like survival yeah trial by error talking to friends Holly and I talked all the time I talked to my department head or you know whoever I had a mentor who was really cool when I started but she like quit (laughs) you know like I I never really felt like I had that one person in my school at least I could go to and be like how do I get them to stop sitting on each other's laps or whatever right
0: and that's what you need because at the end of the day you learn real quick that the majority of stuff you're going to be asked to do in public education is the dog and pony show Mm. and it's just here's the requirement here's the box we have to check to say we're doing our job to let you to to quote unquote have you be okay on paper to teach children the only education you're gonna get is from talking to fellow teachers to talking to the people that have been through it having those my department had God bless her amazing anyone else that I knew in education I parole officers try them Mm -hmm. prison guards any you know (laughs) depending on where you teach. But honestly, um,
1: I, I hear this from people that had degrees in education. Oh, yeah. You it's know, the it's... same
0: everywhere. You don't know how to deal with some of the stuff you're gonna see mm-hmm. until you see it. Yeah. And so that, I, it, I equated a lot of ways into being a new parent. Now, neither of us have kids. So like we have dogs, we have dogs, you know, which <laughs> fine, solid. But, you know, I hear that all the times from parents of like, you literally are just flying by the seat of your pants mm-hmm. and you're doing the best you can and stop beating yourself up over it. And that's kind of, you know, those first few years of teaching, like, Mm -hmm. do... As long as you are doing stuff as honestly and as with good intention as you can, that's all you can do. And that's how you're going to learn. Right. Like, that's just what it is.
1: Yeah. You know, I mentioned, like, you don't know for a while if you like it or not. And I remember people asking me, like, how's the new job? Are you liking right, it? Right. And for a couple of years, I'd be like, I don't know yet. You know, I'm right, still figuring it out. Trying like not to die. You know, like, there's stuff I do love. And Josh right. and I get to, like, make art together. <laughs> like, as, <laughs> as corny as it sounds, like, oh, yeah. there were some awesome things about it. Or, you know, I'd be stressed and you know we'd be in like improv rehearsal yeah holly has an improv theater and um we'd be in like a rehearsal and i'd be like god i'm such a bad teacher and i i don't say that jokingly i wasn't a good teacher i ran a really good program i had a really great relationship with my kids for the most part but i i just i could never keep up so what suffered were my classes that they dumped kids in yeah. that didn't want to be there. You know, yep. I put I put my energy into the kids who wanted to be in the program, wanted 100%. to grow through the program, you know, who were spending all their extracurricular time with me, and I, I did well there. But I suffered a lot in, in class. And I'm like, I, I know it. It's okay. And I know what a good teacher looks like, and I know what I wasn't doing. And so I, I would say these things – I always really open about that. Yeah. And people, "Oh no, you're so passionate, you're so wonderful, you're such a light, you're so what again, really nice things. These
0: kids but need you. These, these kids, kids need you and hear it they every love day. you. They it's... love
1: you." And yeah, okay, but you know, you you hear these things and and you know how you're feeling. And I just, I just always felt like I was failing, yeah. you know, like failing myself because why wouldn't I love this? It's one of those Failing things... those people that, you know, built me up. Right. Or, you know, I, I mean, it, it just, it, it was, it was just heavy, you know?
0: It's one of those things that starts you on that path of feeling, like when you do finally come out from underwater and you're like, I don't like this. I think I want to leave. It's, it's. That that those are the kind of comments that set the foundation of guilt. Yeah. Of that, like, oh my God, this should be my dream job. This should be my passion. Mm-hmm. I have a great relationship with my st- same deal. I my class. Mm-hmm. I mean, God, I was. I all my energy went into th- the reason why I wanted to be there, which was instilling in young adults the passion that I had for this beautiful art called theater. Like that's what you put your soul into. And just by the nature of the beast, you're doing two jobs. You're running a theater and you're running a classroom. Mm-hmm. By the nature of the job, you know your day classes suffer. Um, but yeah, so you would sit there and think like, I, I should be there for these kids. How dare I leave, this, that, and the other. So it's one of those things to where when you're a starting teacher, oh my God, those comments are so great, so mm-hmm. helpful. But you don't realize how quickly that that turns into toxicity mm-hmm. when you're a few years down the road and you're like, okay, let's reevaluate.
1: Yeah the culture of guilt
0: (laughs) is going to be a huge theme
1: yeah i can't even tell you how much we've talked about guilt in in the teaching profession
0: i think one of the reasons we've taken so long to kind of start we've been talking about kind of doing a podcast like this for years yeah and one of the reason it's really taken us so long to do it about two or three years is kind of coming out on that other side it really Mm -hmm. has been a transition to where you're just like okay you've come up out from under the water. You need to take a few breaths, you need to stop, and you need to process what the past few years of your life have been. Mm-hmm. And how do I decode it? And how, what do I feel about it? How can I put it into words to kind of share my journey to maybe help someone else on theirs? Mm-hmm.
1: And with that. With that, we've talked um, enough. Yeah.
0: Again, I am Holly.
1: And I'm Tori. Tune in next time and...
0: Uh, we'll see you soon.
1: We're, we're not going to see anybody. No, shit.
0: God, no, we won't <laughs> Okay, bye. You. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>